I get asked all the time, what tools do I use to just manage my D2D task as an entrepreneur and running a business and everything else in between? So today I'm going to talk about what tools I use and why. Hey guys, and welcome to the Socials and Business Podcast. I am your host, Mercedes Kajora, and I am here to help new female entrepreneurs, coaches, content creators, and influencers build successful and profitable brands through social media and uniquely styled coaching. Each episode will be jam-packed with tips and tricks to building your fierce new brand. But before we get started, let's give our Instagram account shout out to Life Coaching with Sin. That's Life Coaching with Sin, S-I-N, on Instagram. You guys know what to do. Head over to their account. If their content speaks to you, don't forget to hit that follow button. Now it's time to dive into this exciting new episode. Okay, guys, so one question that I do get asked a lot is what tools do I use? Why do I use them? And so forth. So as an entrepreneur, we all know that the day-to-day task of running a business or running a brand can just be exhausting. And sometimes we just, we operate and function a lot better when we use certain tools that help us to do what we do best. So it really depends on what you like and what type of tool, you know, you find easy to use. People gravitate toward different things. So one of the things that I do like to use is Trello. Trello allows me to kind of organize all of like my tasks and projects into boards. Um, you can use this, you know, as a solopreneur, or if you have a small team, you can have everyone on, you know, your Trello board and you can see what projects you can create them into to-do lists. Um, you can separate and spread the projects, you know, across individuals, depending on how you want to do it or if you're just doing it yourself you can create your own board set up your projects have your to-do list you can move it you know to the done pile if you know some things need a little more attention than others a little more urgent you can put you know a special section for that you can add um, any pictures or videos so you can customize it to your liking and I just find it easy to use. And for someone who's doing so much every day, I need something that is easy to use. I do not like complicated. I actually hate complicated. So if I can avoid it, I try by all costs to avoid it. Sometimes we can't, but when it comes down to things that I choose to use within my business, I'm going to make sure that it is user-friendly and, 
it can be explained to a five-year-old because my brain sometimes just can't handle trying to figure something super complicated out when there's a much easier system to put in place and everything will run just as smoothly. Another tool that I enjoy using is HoneyBook. So HoneyBook allows me to create contracts, do invoices, send emails, take payments. I mean, you name it, I can do it. And that's one thing that I've really, really just, I don't know. I was so excited when someone told me, oh, check out HoneyBook. Because I was doing everything manually with Google Spreadsheets and, you know, putting stuff together in Google Docs. And this is not a bad way to go, especially like when you first start out. But once you're actually, you know, starting to get some momentum within your business while, you're, you know, you're building your brand, you need things that are just a, that, that just run a little more smoothly. There's no other way to put it. So HoneyBook has a lot of different templates that you can actually use. And these can go from invoices, again, contracts, you can do your proposals, develop brochures, your packages, you know, you have, you know, different packages, different pricing points. It allows you to do all of that. Again, you know, with emails, email signatures, um, surveys, you name it. Um, I actually moved like my onboarding process specifically to HoneyBook for this reason. And I'm, you know, able to put all of the questions that I want to know that I'm going to ask, you know, a potential client before we start working together. And I can just put run everything through this particular platform. So I like that. I can do my onboarding. I can then, you know, send proposals. If the client says, okay, this is a go, I can, you know, turn around, send the invoice. They can, you know, do the payment. Everything is, you know, clear cut. So it, you know, it is a tool that I definitely enjoy a lot. you yeah you are you enjoying this podcast are you a new female entrepreneur content creator influencer or coach and ready to really take your brand to the next level go to gtmsocialmediamarketing.com to book your free discovery call today and find out if my services are right for you you can also inquire about my free one-on-one one-hour experience that will be available for three lucky boss babes every quarter. So what are you waiting for? Let's connect and make magic. Now back to the episode. So another tool that I enjoy using is definitely Canva. A lot of you have heard me talk about this, so it is no shock that I threw this one in here, you know, for this podcast episode. 
I think what I enjoy the most about Canva is that you're able to do so much, even on the free version. I have the paid version, but the free version is just as good if you're first, you know, starting out and you don't have a huge budget to be buying, you know, certain tools or getting monthly subscriptions or yearly subscriptions. So specifically with Canva, you can develop, you know, your Instagram posts and stories, same for Facebook, YouTube, you know, they have Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. You can do a lot of personal things as far as like resumes, um, weekly schedule, invitations, you, it's a whole lot, even like for personal. Business is where, you know, it kind of gets, you know, a little interesting and you can do and put together your presentations. You can even do a website on Canva. So now if you are just starting out and you, you know, you don't have a lot of options, then you may want to create your website on a free platform or, you know, even, you know, do it, you know, within Canva. However, at some point you will have to move over to, you know, a better host or, you know, invest a little bit of money. You have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in your business. So as you gradually start moving up, you're going to have to, you know, take a few steps and start moving things over as well. You can also develop, you know, logos. However, you know, sometimes it can be a little difficult because you're not able to resize certain things. So again, if this is just something you're using to just start out, then absolutely go for it. But you can also do, you know, your letterheads, um, you can do posters, flyers, newsletters, proposals. Um, they have stuff under education. So you have a lot of options. I tend to use Canva more for the content creation side. So I will, you know, decide if I want what type of post I want to do. If I want to do a story or is this, you know, just a regular Facebook post or Instagram post. And I will see some of the designs and then I will figure out how to put my spin on that design. So one of the the cons of using Canva is that so many people use it. So you can be online and go through a hundred different accounts that may be using the same design, you know, for a post and you kind of look like you're falling in with everyone else, but there's always a way to put your unique spin on something. So you always have to keep that in mind. You don't want to be like everyone else. So, you know, try to be original, use it as, use it as a tool to, you know, give you some ideas of how you might want to develop some things and then, you know, just take it a step further by really, you know, putting your brand uniqueness into it. So my last tool that I'm going to talk about today, I mean, I use a lot of different ones and I would be here all day, have to probably do like five different episodes to go through every single tool that I use. So the next one is headliner. So since I've been doing, you know, podcasting, 
I like headliner because it allows me to create little snippets or even, you know, just little audiograms that I can repurpose into other content and distribute across my platforms. So for instance, if I want to if I want to use my podcast and use it as an IGTV, I can do that. I can take maybe like a minute and a half or maybe two minutes of the podcast. You know, I'm able to create a cover and all of that. And then I can schedule it, post it, do whatever I want to with it as an IGTV. But then if I want to put, you know, a clip on Twitter, I don't have to use that same clip that I have on IGTV. I can do like maybe a 15 second clip for my Twitter and use a different portion of the actual podcast. So that way I have little pieces of the podcast on all of my platforms that give you an idea of what the podcast is about And then you can actually go and listen to the podcast either on Anchor or Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whichever one, you know, you listen to podcasts on and you can get the full episode there. So it allows me to repurpose my content, which saves me a lot of time. And as a business owner and brand that works with a lot of other business owners and new brands that are really trying to, you know, develop who they are, what, you know, what they want their business to be. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time in areas of my business where I don't have to, so that I can dedicate that time to these other brands who are starting out who need my help. So that's why I like, you know, I like this tool, Headliner. I just started using it recently. And so far, I absolutely love it. So these are, you know, four tools, you know, that I use. However, like I said, I do use, you know, other tools such as Pexels and Crawlo and TweetDeck. So there's, there's a lot that I use, but I use what works for me. So when you are deciding on what tools to use for your business, you need to decide what you are comfortable using. Just because I use TweetDeck doesn't mean that you have to. You might prefer to just send your tweets on the fly, which is fine in the beginning. But as you start creating a strategy with, you know, a lot of your content on different platforms, You may have to, you know, look into, you know, scheduling and just making sure that you are consistent, etc. So I would love to know what types of tools you guys use. Um, I've had clients that swear by certain tools. Uh, A couple of them, they love ClickUp. That is just their thing. And... I personally tried ClickUp and I did not like it. I don't know why I didn't like it. It just, it wasn't for me and I refused to use it. 
And I just kept hearing, oh, you should use ClickUp, use ClickUp. If you're this, then you need to be on ClickUp. And like everyone is just raving about it. And as I'm on the platform, I'm just like, what is this? I don't like this at all. I, this is, this is horrible for me. But if it works for you, then you use what works for you. So we will be doing, you know, more episodes in the future of different types of tools that can help you manage your day-to-day activities and tasks as, you know, new brands and business owners. But these were just a few that, you know, I use on a regular basis and kind of swear by. So I wanted to get those out of the way first. And I absolutely hope that you guys enjoyed them. Again, if you guys like have some suggestions or want me to check something out, please feel free to leave a comment and I am more than happy to check it out and see if I actually like something. So we are at the end of this episode now. And as you guys know, if you like this episode, feel free to head over to my socials and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where, you know, we always go over social media trends and, you know, everything, just lifestyle hacks, entrepreneur tips, you name it. I'm spilling the tea and we're going over it every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. So thanks for tuning in and I will see you guys again next week.